Hi, welcome to Season 2 of the Silverline Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise. My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. This episode is titled Happy New Year. It originally aired January 10th, 2021. So, uh, so yeah, so let's talk about, uh, let's talk about what did we do over COVID Christmas? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about, I mean, you know, the silver line, let's talk about some highlights. Obviously we had challenges and stuff, but, uh, you know, it's still Christmas. It's still the new year. We're still, uh, you know, we're still here making comics. So That's right. somebody, somebody jump in. I'll show you. I'll show you, Brandon. Cool. I've done all this over Christmas. Uh, these are this is what this is this is issue two of um, what am I drawing? Wait, wait, uh, wait. Let me figure out how to make you, you, you large here, Pete. Yeah, this wrong person. <laughs> Come on, we got to make Pete large and in charge. Come on. Uh, there, uh, there we go. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is what I've been I've, I've been doing issue. It's not just blank paper, sorry. It's just like blank paper. But, uh, issue issue two of um, Silverdine team up. Champion of Miss Fury, which wow, wow. And, and we've done and we've done the cover for Switchblade. Oh, that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've got the cover for um, Team Beetle. Beetle. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow. That's so great. Pete, that looks and, like a healthy chunk of pages there. Yeah, and so I have, um, and I have the inks. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we're fine with it's just the roughs. I have the inks the, for that. I was gonna get all the rocks. Oh, yeah, that the uh, cover. Wait, wait, wait. That's wow. good, isn't it? Look at that. Oh yeah, gorgeous. I almost look so good. I, I know I haven't seen you guys in a while, but the Team Beetle thing—I haven't even heard of that. Well, because it, 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 so it, it happened pretty quick. Um, it, it, it's uh, the the story behind that is right. So so John John Crowther's the guy who had uh, who created it, and. Uh, He's uh, he, John Crowther. If you if you know him at all, he's the guy who does all these wrestling books. He does wrestling books like crazy, right? I mean, he just and they do. I, I'll be honest with you, and, and I know John may listen to this, so I'm risking this. I don't know the first thing about any of these wrestlers, right? I know that I'm from the South and I'm supposed to know them all. I don't know the first thing about any of them. You know, they're just they're just all big wrestling dudes to me. But he he he'll get into talking. You know this, you know that, and I'm like. Dude, I have no idea who you're talking about. It's so like, is that why I, on your like little Southern membership card it says void? <laughs> revoked. <laughs> revoked. Revoked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, but, but John's a local guy, really nice guy. Um, we, you know, we do a lot of the same shows together, and we've been, ta- you know, been talking one thing here and there and that kind of thing. And he's working with Del Barris. You guys know Del Barris, right? I mean, mm-hmm. long-time industry dude. And he's like, yep. hey, man, I've got this project. He, he said uh, Del Barris is going to do it. Yeah. And of course, you, you know, you, you guys have been with Silver Long, Silver Line long enough. You know, I said, John, I, you know, I, I can't, I can't pay that, dude. Uh, you know, it's like, not, he said, no, no, I already got the pages. He said, Dell's already done it. He goes, I've got that taken care of. He goes, I just, I need a publisher. I'm like, you have the whole book done. He's like, oh yeah. my god. And I'm like, why don't you show it to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, so he, so he sent me a, he sent me a link to a, or a PDF or something like that. And I'm like, holy crap, you got the whole book done already, right? Um, and it was, I think it was 24 pages. And I said, all right, John, let's do this. I said, this is kind of my test, you know, kind of like, oh, if he's willing to do this, then he, you know, he's looking for a home. I'm like, 
because the issue ended, right? And I'm like, you've got it. It's potential. We can have a cliffhanger, and we can. Have a cliffhanger. I said, but you're gonna. What was that? I, said, oh, I don't gonna... know. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me. So, so, but you're gonna need. I said, what we need to do is we're gonna need to delete the last three pages and then add a new page, twenty-two, and that'll end with a cliff cliffhanger. He goes, oh, I'll have it to you next week. I'm like. What? <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, I, I, that sounds great. Yeah, we'll do three issues, and you know we can collect it into a trade. And I'm like, yeah, okay, right. And so this this was back around uh, probably November, and because we had just you know we were supposed to run a, a Kickstarter in November, but the right. books that we had slated just they weren't finished, and so you know. Things no were going on. Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, things were, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm not was, mad at all. It's just, it's yeah. just, you know. And and the holidays aren't really good for kickstarting anyway. So. No, no. no and, yeah. and, and, and the thing about it is, again, I, you know, I wasn't mad. I wasn't upset. We just didn't have the book. So I'm like, you know what? I'll take a breather and we'll go do some stuff. Um, when I say we'll go do some stuff, you know, make some comics and do some work and that kind of thing. And uh, and when he popped up, I said, you know, this could be the perfect thing. Then we could get Teen Beetle, and then we can do Switchblade, which has has been ready for several months now. Yeah. And Curtis has been, you know, working on the whole remix thing. So, uh, so I said, yeah, let's go ahead and do that because we don't have the books that I wanted for January weren't quite finished. They're 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 this this close, right? You can see me. They're this. They're this close, right? They're this close. But you know, you guys know, I I, I don't want to kickstart something if, if they're not finished because way too many things can happen. Yeah. You know, it's life. It, it's just life. Way too many things can happen. So um, so yeah. So John had that, and I'm like, okay, well, it's Kickstarter. I know some some artists who would love to contribute covers for that. So I hollered at Pete. Hey, Pete. What's up? I need a, I need a cover. To, I need a cover tomorrow. Okay. okay I'm on it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I hollered at Lola. Yeah, that same message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that right out. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, yeah, that's that's kind of how the Teen Beetle uh, happened. And so, so part of the cool thing about Teen Beetle now is that you know, Blue Beetle is public domain, mm. right? Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, Blue Blue Beetle is oh. uh, is public domain now. Oh. You can't use the Blue Beetle logo that DC uses, right? Because mm. they own that logo, right? And they own the words. But but and and, and also there's some 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 particulars, right? The, the I think it's the Dan Garrett Blue Beetle specifically, and you know you know a lot of this public domain stuff gets really gets really specific. But yeah, Blue Beetle is is a public domain. But what's happened is uh, Teen Beetle takes the serum. From the public that the public domain, Dan Garrick Blue Beetle takes, and this is how we get Teen Beetle. Oh. Yeah. So it's not the same guy. No, it is not the same guy. No. Uh, so, so yeah. So um, Ted. You know, is, is Ted. Ted Cord. Is that what? Yeah. It is? Ted yeah. Cord. Yeah. 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 So, so um, are you guys going to do another flip book? Yes. The, yep. Okay. Yep. Another flip book, yeah. These and the, so the only reason we did not do Trumps as a flip book because um, Trumps was forty eight pages yeah. and Cat and Mouse was twenty four. And I asked Tommy about it. And he goes, we, "We, you know, in order to do that, we got to square bind that because it's too thick. It's, right? it's just really way too many pages. And uh, so we couldn't we couldn't actually do a, a flip book with that. But yeah, we're we're gonna do a flip book again. So you'll get uh, Teen Beetle on one side and and uh, Switchblade uh, remix on the other. Cool. So, 
So that's how the Teen Beetle thing uh, came along, uh, Aaron. And and I do apologize because uh, up until, I don't know, probably four or five months ago, I was pretty good about doing a little in-house newsletter. Yeah. Only about half of the people read. But, but <laughs> and, and, and I know this because uh, MailChimp, and now it doesn't tell me who, I don't think. If it does, i got to go back and look. But it'll tell me, it's like, you know, uh, like 35 people got this and, and, you know, 17 people clicked on it and uh, 13 people read it or something like that, <laughs> right? So I, I, it, it'll give me he, numbers like that. He's watching me, so now he knows I had to delete all the rolling <laughs> emails. <laughs> I read it somewhere. Yeah, Thank you, I yeah. read it. So, but, but I've been I've been negligent in sending out a uh, an in-house here in the last uh, couple of months. I've got no, one about half written, but... It was a cool surprise because I was on... Yeah on facebook and i was like what's, well, what's this <laughs> yeah yeah cool. i got uh you know um got some other cool stuff i can't really talk about yet got some other cool stuff that's uh oh. at this point in time they're just phone calls uh you know what i mean uh but yeah there's uh there's uh there's some other cool things other cool phone conversations happening i tell you guys you know um we're making some we're making some noise I, I think people are. I think people are saying, "Hey, what's going on over there at the Silverline? What, what's this Silverline stuff? You guys are doing an awesome job, awesome job, and 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 people are are, are beginning to take notice. I think so. That's awesome. Good. Now let's good, just good hope theory. that translates into Kickstarter dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have had more people say. Um, my wife can't wait till you put out the next issue of Divinity. I'm going, whoa! Oh, so, so they're buying the books, and then their wives are reading them. Listen, I got. I had a guy, and I, I won't tell his name because he he just pulled me. And I, I don't know that he would mind, but uh, he pulled me at a, uh, aside at a, at a recent convention, um, uh, one of these small ones. He said, "Yeah, I got to tell you." He goes. Uh, I really like Divinity. He goes, that's really good. That that's probably one of the best independent comics I have read in a long time. Oh wow! Uh, yes. And I'm Excellent. like, that's very oh, cool. Lord. I said, well, I said you'll be happy to know we're almost done with number two. So <laughs> he said, I yeah. am very excited to hear that. So, um, wow. so yeah, Thank yeah. You. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and so Barb, you're coloring uh, what page? I'm on like page nine now. Like page nine, so yeah. uh, roughly one third of the way done. Yes. Yep. And I, yeah. yeah. So I'm doing about two to three pages a week at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're progressing right along, uh, and, and that's that's exciting. But yeah, Teen Beetle. That's that's the, that's the story of Teen Beetle and all that other kind of stuff. So, uh, I, I anticipate. Um, well, you know what? I won't talk about that. We got to get through this first one, Ooh. and then we'll see what uh, what will be the next Kickstarter. I have a good idea what the next one will be already. Um, but, uh, let's, let's get back to Christmas. Um, yes, Pete did all yeah. kinds of penciling. He, he, he stayed did busy. Uh, <laughs> did, did Santa Claus bring you anything, Pete? Oh yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, now where do I start? Oh, <laughs> I know. I'll start with my, my, my new slippers. Oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. And, uh, cause it's a comic show. Let me get my comics. Oh, I, I can't reach them, but I've got some cool new action figures. Nice. Um, so what we got? We got we got we got a swamp thing. Whoa. Oh, cool! Yeah. I got two of those swamp things actually. Nice. And I think this is Man Ape, first appearance of Man Ape. I think it's the last oh, appearance of Man Ape. I love that issue. Um, and lastly, we got we got. Thor, James Mitchell. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got spoiled this year again. Yeah, you did. Um, but yeah, I got some cool action figures and um, 
you know, some grown up stuff. <laughs> Socks and underwear yeah. and that kind of stuff. Toes, new, new wardrobe every, every Christmas. So, uh, did your wife get her shoes? <laughs> I was uh, thinking that. I'm glad you uh, asked it. She, she got some shoes. Some <laughs> shoes. Multiple shoes is better than one pair of she shoes. Didn't there get you go. Very expensive shoes. No, that uh, wasn't. Uh, no. Yeah, when you tell me the price tag on those shoes, I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe the cheap ones as well. So no, she didn't, get, <laughs> she didn't get those shoes. She was okay with it. She said, "She said that's fine." Yeah, yep, good. I also got the wrong size in the shoes I did buy, so we've got to take them back. But because we're in lockdown now for a long that's time, that's not possible. Can't do that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so, so she did well. Yeah, so she yeah, so Santa Claus is good to her. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did right. <laughs> so how does that work then? If, if so with your on lockdown, how are you going to take these? Do, you, do we just use can't. the postal service? No, you can't take them back. You um, you just have to wait until the shops open again in whenever March. So so I have to ask because I know here you 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 know you have the receipts and you have I don't know why I'm still full on you. You're not showing anything. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> here, you know, you have to have the the receipt that yeah. shows the date, and you know, you only have like 30, 30 days, forty five days. Yeah, like that, I think so. that's um, that's that's usually the case. But I, if they try and pull that one, yeah, <laughs> like, well, you were open. So, what do you want me to do? Yeah, Just count no, count no. the number of days that you were open, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't they think they would. Though. I mean, I could see them losing a ton of customers if they tried to pull that. Uh, yeah. one yeah. would think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that was that was it. That and uh, yeah. and a lockdown, and I'm in isolation at the moment because one of the kids I teach in last week had COVID. Oh dear! So I've got ten oh, days no. of staying home. Oh my god! Which is yeah. fine because that means means I'm I'm getting paid for that. Moment, <laughs> so cool. So so throw stuff at you, right? Yes. Yeah, and and you're still taking commissions, right? Ah uh, yes, I'm Absolutely. just finishing off one at the moment. So or, so yeah, so later, yeah. so for, for so for those of you listening, throw commissions at Pete right now. Now is a good time. Yeah. Now I did don't I know hear your you... postal service is like? I get the feeling your postal service over there is is shot to pieces. It, it's it's <laughs> not so, right. yeah, um, not great. It's not it going might, really might take well a while right to arrive, but it'll get there. Well, you well, know, Amazon here. does okay. Amazon does great. FedEx does great. Uh, all the other service, all the other non-government. Mm. delivery services are doing great yeah matter of fact amazon you can order something and and it's there at the end of the day and you're like how the heck did you do that yeah yeah Yeah, they're good for that (laughs) now they might throw them from the from the sidewalk right as they drive by just throw it but you'll get i was amazed that i talked to somebody who worked at an amazon warehouse she's like yeah it's like six blocks long i'm like six blocks ouch they are like i didn't realize how i mean it makes sense but I was like, this this place is enormous. Yeah. It's like a little city. There, like, so I, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. One day it would just you be Amazon City. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. That's kind of scary. Oh, there's a there's a story in that in there. Let me write that down. Amazon <laughs> City. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can so, live there if the plague gets any worse, right? Yeah. So, Pete, I'm going to Me- ask you a personal question. Mega Bezos one. Yes. Um. <laughs> And if it's too personal, just you know, say move along. Mm. Uh, just use your use your 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 uh, Jedi mind trick, right? I'll just log off. Did I? <laughs> did, did I blame it on the computer then, right? Did I did I hear you say fiance? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been over this, Rodan. Yeah. Well, he just posted a. Uh, 
Didn't you just post a uh, Facebook post about your anniversary? You know, it's her birthday. No, her birthday. She had, birthday. She had, a, birthday. She had a wonderful birthday in lockdown. Oh, <laughs> we, can't, we can't go anywhere to anything. So, yeah. Oh, so so, so then if, if I ask for a date, you don't have a date yet? Okay, all right. All right I got you. All right. Good thing, oh. too, because we couldn't get married anytime soon anyway. A non-lockdown date. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my daughter was scheduled to sing at somebody's wedding out in, L- in, in L.A., and Aww. yeah, well, it, it, this was December, early December. Yeah, remember and about that. I, did we already talk about that? It got canceled. I think it off, go? I didn't there, hear yeah. That. Okay. I, well, she the last I heard, she was looking to go, but you weren't sure if she could. Right. Well, yeah, that's right because we were concerned that that she she they were going to put her in a because uh, um, uh, I think California was looking at it at the time they were going to put yeah. her in like a two week mm-hmm. quarantine and then she would have missed yeah. the wedding. Yeah. Thing. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they they ended up calling off the wedding. Uh, and they no, excuse me, they ended up not call. They called off Sounds the justice. ceremony, but they went to. Uh, I guess they went to the justice of the peace and, and went ahead and got married anyway. Yeah, so we can do it. Yeah, my yeah. my daughter got engaged in the middle of the summer, and they they're scheduling in twenty twenty two. Just on the off chance that all of this is over by then. Wow. Mm-hmm. I certainly so, hope so. So Christopher Cancel says, "Congratulations on your Kickstarters. We're very proud of you guys. I'm excited for my booth next year. Hope to make great achievement. Uh, oh. Thank you, yeah, thank you, Christopher, and uh, we hope you do well too. And and you know we've said it on here multiple times uh, before. I we, you know I, I really do think that um, this is a, a a great time for independent comics. Yeah, um, yeah. You know it, it's it, it's a terrible situation. I get." Um, but you know, I, I, if you've known me for any, any length of time at all, you know, I'm the eternal optimist. So you always got to be looking for the good stuff, right? I yeah. mean, this is a fantastic time to be doing, um, um, independent comics. Cassisi, what's up Cassisi? He says, how does one cr- request permissions from Peter? Is there a preferred, uh, contact method? Uh, Pete, how do you prefer folks holler at you? Uh, just address uh, an envelope to Peter in London and it will find its way to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> no, just uh, in Instagram, or, or I don't know if okay. my email pops up at the end of this. What happened to the carrier Instagram. pigeons, Peter? <laughs> okay. COVID will... lockdown. COVID lockdown. Yeah, the pigeons are dropping out of the air. Sorry. Yeah, I see that, Cassisi. You did say permissions. I think I said commissions, though, didn't I? Um, uh, Cassisi, I, I'm going to make sure the all the information is here in the info. It's not there right now, but at the end of the show. Uh, I'll go and, and fill that in. If you don't see it, Cassisi, I know Cassisi, so if you don't see it there, holler at me, and I'll make sure that I get you in touch with Pete. Instagram, um, Instagram, Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. So, um, Thank you. Yeah, Pete, Pete's on Pete's on fire right now, so uh, you might as well strike. Um, that, 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 uh, both, both Pete and Wubba did fantastic uh, Switchblade covers, like... Man, mm-hmm. I haven't seen Wubba's cover. Where's well, 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 well. So oh. we no, no, no. We haven't got it colored yet. So I was kind of, it's kind of waiting for the uh, the colored version. Let me see if I can find. You I'll... brought it up, Roland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can't bring up stuff like that and then just be like, oh well, no, it's 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 gone. This game, you know. I Not for you. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so let me. Uh, I guess I. Well, Wubba's back there. Like no one's, no one's giving me my cover. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Let me. Uh, let me. Oh, let me these I've here. seen the inks. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the inks are good. Um, let's see. Share screen. Share window. 
Who's who's inking uh what was stuff? Is Tommy inking it or I don't know who ink went cover for Twitch uh, Hang on. I can't talk and click buttons at the same time. But we can. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> so that's um yeah, that's the, the peak cover uh for uh Switchblade. Cool. Uh inked by uh and I don't know if I'm gonna say his name correctly, but inked by AJ Cassetta. Yeah. Uh and colored by Nick Capone. Yep. So it's funny. I, I realized after naming the files, this is done by the the C team, Clinton Cassetta Capone. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, it, you know, I I try to what I try to do in my file naming uh, practices is I try to you know label the cover and then put the last name of the penciler, then the last name of the inker, then the last name of the colorist. That way, I I I, I don't forget. I, I you know, it's, I just I have a terrible memory that way. Um, and then this is the uh, Wubba cover. Oh, nice. That's yep. also yeah, inked by, by AJ. Cool. So, oh, yeah. Cool. And I think, I think, not 100% sure yet, I, I, I need verification, but I think that uh, um, uh, Nick is going to color this one also. He's good. Yeah. So, uh, the, but, uh, you know, speaking of Nick, uh, AJ saw, it's funny because AJ, um, AJ actually, so Pete recruit. so here, long story short, here's how recruiting works, right? So Pete recruited Nick for the cover. AJ saw it, says, I know Nick, I want him to color my book. So he reaches out to, he asked me, you got anybody lined up yet? I said, not, not, not yet. And he says, well, I want to get Nick. I said, well, okay, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Well, before I could even reach out to, to Nick, AJ emails me back. He said, he's on board. I'm like, <laughs> we're all. Oddly enough, we're all on a Discord chat together. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, so there's this com- uh, conversation taking place that I I didn't even realize. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 really excited. Uh, the, both of these are uh, nice looking covers. Cassisi um, says, uh, "Thank you, awesome cover. I love the color. A nice nice cover, Wubba." Um, Did you I agree, Cassisi. Uh, Switchblade logo. I remember the older logo. The, the the logo for Switchblade looks. Is that a new? It is a logo? new one. Yeah, I like that one. Yes, thank you. I'm trying to remember too. the old one because I thought that. Yeah. I was looking, like, that looks kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason, part of the reason, so so Leonard Kirk designed the old one, right? And and you guys yeah. know me. I like to make my. I like to make the artist happy, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't really like it, but Leonard loved it. The problem, and I don't. Well, I uh, see if I got one right here. I think I've got an old uh, switchblade here on my on my at my feet. Um, so the problem I had with it, I'm going to show you. Um, I'll stop sharing here. Um, how do I go solo here? Solo layout. So this is uh, this is the the first issue, the old one, right? Yeah, it looks like Witchblade. Yes, it does, and that's exactly oh, I can't stand I it. it. Yeah, yeah. people people yeah. would walk up to me and say, "Oh, Witchblade," and they would go, "I thought Witchblade was a girl," and I'm like, "Well, Witchblade is a girl. This is Switchblade. and yeah, I can't tell you. I can't count the number of times I, I had to do that. Um, and so I did not like it. So the first opportunity yeah. I had to redo this logo, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to redo this. So, um, so uh, Brad Tomty, the guy who does uh, uh, most of our logo work for us, he's the guy who redesigned this, uh, and I like it quite a bit. Very easy yeah. to read. Got a blade behind it, so it still incorporates kind of the knives, which is what Leonard Kirk was trying to do. But he made he instead of a switchblade, he had some kind of Swiss knife that had blades on both sides. I don't know what yeah. it was. 
So, uh, yeah. Uh, Christopher Cancel says, try working a 590-page series. That's what I've done this whole time, writing, editing. Wow. wow. Ouch. Um, yeah, that's a lot of pages. And then he says, awesome work, uh, especially inking. So um, thanks, Christopher. Um, AJ, ha- AJ joins the Wednesday stream some. we got to get him on uh, more regular, though. We got a couple of we got a couple of shy shy uh, shy ones who uh, we got to get on a little more regular. So um, and I know Mike Belcher generally joins us. Mike's uh, yeah. I should I should pop Mike's cover up too. Mike's got a, a mm. nifty cover yep. that he did. Uh oh, what did I do with my screen now? Um, uh, let's see here. There we go. And how do I get my stream back? Okay. Um, Mike did a, a nifty co- cover that will be our exclusive. Um, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, you guys know uh, Mike's men, uh, Man in the Mask. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he did this, and uh, it's, it's really nice. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I didn't mean to turn this into a show-off switchblade here. <laughs> but the Kickstarter is coming, so this yeah, is a great so time for like, it. You know? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this, of course, was uh, colored by his uh, his son um, uh, Aiden, um, who who did all the colors for um, the interiors for the for the remix. So, nice. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so some exciting uh, stuff going on. Uh, Quentin Bedwell says super good. Thank you, Quentin. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So Santa Claus. Who else? Who's next? I'll go next. All right, Barb. <laughs> uh, we had a, a very relaxed and laid back Christmas because of COVID. So we did everything Zoom. We ran around and dropped stuff off on the kids' porches. And and we're pretty much going to self-isolate until we get the vaccines because we're both retired and we can do that. And that means I pay attention to doing my comic book work instead of running around, right? Yeah, that, so, that's two more pages, more that's, pages, that's right? Because I'm not going out, so I gotta gotta get my work done. I I got this beautiful backdrop uh, for my closet that I usually have everything hanging out of when we <laughs> do these podcasts. I got a new MacBook Air with the M1 chip in it. Wow. Yeah, that would nice. be posted on Facebook, the transitioning from your old laptop. Yeah. All I had to do was push a button on both my old laptop, which is 11 years old, and my new one, and it just automatically, like, wirelessly transferred, transferred everything? everything, including my bookmarks, everything, every folder, wow. every, everything. Yeah, I read somebody, uh, I talked to a friend who had that with her, her phone. She bought a new phone, and then it was like it just immediately transferred everything yep. over. Yep. It was, it's awesome. And since that's, I'm, that's almost not right because yeah. my, my computer is, my battery is, you can't see it obviously, but the battery is swelling in this Mac. It's, just, it's the second time this has happened to my Mac. And so because it's my work computer, I had to take it in. And you know what they do, don't you? They just tell me, save anything you need. And then they take my computer and just hand me a blank one. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, I don't get any of the bookmarks. None of that. I got to re-download all the software yep. that I need. You know, I mean, I get the code, so I don't have to pay for it. But every single know. thing that I had on my old Mac is now on my new Mac. And it took a, a two hour download while they talked to each other. And I was working on my iPad during the, and it was all done. It was so simple. I love it. And I, my, I have an iPhone and an iPad and, 
and they all talk together and they share mm -hmm. photos and, and they talk to my car. So like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I love it. They're I love not, technology. They're not like plotting against you, Barbara. I wouldn't doubt. All of a sudden she's like, wait, what was that? They probably talked to Thomas Formonti's computers too. Yeah. <laughs> you, did you see the did you see the shade he was throwing at her for oh, the I, I did see yeah. that. I did. What is that? What is that? Um the, the network that takes over the world? What is that? Skynet. Skynet, yeah. 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 I have a little miniature Skynet in my little hat in my house here. Yeah. Yeah. I also and since I've been trying to teach myself colors so I can broaden my horizons outside of inking, I got I got a, a book on oh, color. Wait, 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 hold on. Oh. I'm gonna go Let's solo see. with you here. All right, I got this one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it looks like a, uh, looks oh, like a cool. Campbell cover. It is. It nice. is. Cool. Lots of good things in there. Nice. Oh, nice. that's great. And since I'm using Procreate, I also got the Procreate. Good deal. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm I'm learning as I go. I literally, and that's every like everything else I've ever done in my life. I just say I'm going to do this, and I just start. The ground hit the ground running and, and learn as I go. I did that with inking. I did that with accounting and doing it with coloring. I just teach yeah. myself as I lie. And you can just <laughs> message us too. You know, just yeah. message the coloring group and go, "Hey guys." That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's right. Really. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, "Can you do this?" Yeah, you bet I can. Uh -huh. Oh my god, I got to figure it out now. <laughs> that's how I've done everything. Uh, it's Quentin so far. says Apple is great till it breaks. Yeah, uh, and then he says he has that book. I'm not sure which book he, uh, he has, but he says it's awesome. And he says Hi-Fi is awesome. It used to come with a DVD. Yeah. So. Except my my new one doesn't have a DVD. That's the only thing I don't like about the the new Mac is None my old Mac had a DVD player. But you know, he, he said Apple's always Apple always breaks. But I had that Apple for 11 years, 11 years. and That's it was it's still chugging along. It's just yeah. the battery doesn't work anymore. I have to keep it plugged in all the time. Yeah, and it's getting very slow, but it still works. So. And I think mine would be fine if they would change the battery. I, I think yeah. that's why it's swelling because the battery is just getting old and swelling. And if they would just change the battery, I think my computer works fine otherwise. You know, put that battery on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Christmas time after all, right? Yeah. Uh, so. So that was mine. Uh, well, I can go next. Oh I yeah, got, you know what? Some, some someone just reminded me. We, I, I, I'm so we're so out of practice. I didn't even have us introduce ourselves. Oh. <laughs> and the person who reminded me is too shy to say it aloud, so I get a private message. Right? Hey, we need to introduce ourselves. <laughs> so, uh, so let's start with Curtis. Oh, moi. <laughs> Tell everybody who you are. Okay, I'm. I was just doing this so I could introduce myself. I didn't really care about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Curtis, is like, can you can you make me full screen white and yeah, exactly. you know. I, I just just for 2021, I want to be more dramatic, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be like, oh hi there. <laughs> I'm the creative director at Silverline, the creator of the book Shadow Goats for Silverline. Next person. All right. The next person is. I wonder if I can just. Try, oh no! I didn't mean to do that. 
Sorry, Barb. Uh, I accidentally briefly removed Barb. Okay, Barb, you're next. Hi, I'm Barb. I'm Barb Kilberg, and I've been an inker for over 30 years. Um, and currently, I am an inker for Silverline, and I'm also the CEO for Silverline. CFO, CFO. sorry, CFO. Okay. CFO for Silverline. I ink uh, Cat and Mouse, and I'm the uh, creator, the co-writer, the inker, and the colorist on Divinity. And I'm coloring sirens. And I think yep. that's everything. And I, and I do spottings for you know various things. Yeah, but that's keep it. All, keep all of our books straight. Make I'm sure trying. Keep yeah, but me, but we're not making it very easy, are we? We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Wubba, you're next. Oh, okay. I figured uh, that out. That was easy. Yeah. So I'm Wubba, and I am the penciler in the upcoming Cat and Mouse miniseries. And you've got a slick new signature, too. Yeah, yeah he does. Uh, yeah. I thought I'd be less of a hobbit. Start <laughs> branding myself and going out, being out there. Accepting commissions now. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Cool. I never did that before, so I am accepting commissions. You should. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, well, make sure you get me that information so I can add it to the, uh, you know, all the stuff I put at the end of the streams. Or the beginning, we'll or, you know, the, the text that's on there, the info about it. So we'll that, uh, yeah, we make sure we promote you like that and get you some, uh, get you some commissions. Very cool. Now, the, your, your, uh, your signature, that was, uh, can you, do you have one you can hold up and show us, the new SIG? I, I do not. Aww. But all, all it is, is, uh, you guys actually gave me the idea for it. We did? Every time I, yeah. Yeah, because every time I come on, you're like, Wubba! So, <laughs> so, I was writing it out with the exclamation point, like I have on screen here. And then I thought, well, I'm from Wisconsin. So, I just W-I, and the I is reversed to be an exclamation point. Yay! Oh, Wisconsin! Cool. So, a little representing cool. my home state, too. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. We only live about 45 minutes from each other. Yep. Yeah. Well, maybe once the plague is over, you guys can do a uh, a, a convention together. And yes, that'd be represent. Nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Someday when the plague is over. Good. I said when the plague is over. Yeah. Yes. If we could get a sponsor convention and have like me and Barb and John and everybody all all the Midwest gang all. Together. I would, dude. Yeah. I would so be over that. And actually, BJ and I talked talked a little bit about that today. And of course, you know, one of our frustrations is you know the plague. So it's like ah. Anyway, Oven says hello, Silverline family. Hello. Hello, Oven. Oven, what up? Oven, I, I, I slipped on my, my, you can't see me, you're looking at Aaron, who's, if he would mouth, it lo might look like he's the one doing the speaking. But, <laughs> That'd but be I, funny. I, I, do that. I would, but I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, I'm just... Jade, Jade, Jade. So, so Ovin, I, I slipped on my duties early, and and we forgot to make introductions, so we're just now getting around to introductions. So, Aaron, Anytime tell... I'm with the full screen. Uh, <laughs> I am the uh, penciler on Fire Rush, which you have uh, done, and I am currently working on my own comic, and I'm I am actually on page ten of issue ten, which is All kind right. of weird. So I'm close to halfway done. So I'm like so close, I can taste it. it's getting there, and uh, so that's what I've been doing. That's why I did over winter break, Christmas break. Nice. So you stuff. are you are a half a book. You are two and a half books away from finishing God. Finishing it, and then that is all. Twelve issues are in the can and done. 
And that and, is a that is a one shot story. There's I don't plan on making any sequels to it. Gotcha. So and and, and it, it, may may I tell that uh, yeah. there are okay cool. So so Aaron has opened up talks. What? Yes. yes, he has opened up talks about uh, another another future project with the uh, Silverline. So yes, uh, yeah, yes. very very excited about that. Um, we, we got we'll have to figure out what it is and and uh, keep Aaron happy and keep him uh, keep him drawing. Just keep me working until I just you know pass out with a pencil. Yeah. In my hand. You know, <laughs> so my you, you guys all know Stephen Butler, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen, Stephen's a good friend of mine. I, I talked to him. You know, he was my roommate in college, and he went on, of course, to do Spider Man and Silver Sable and and uh, Badger and Sonic, and and we talked regularly. And and uh, you know, Steve Lytle died the other day. And, yeah, uh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And, and and we were just talking about some uh, some of this kind of thing. You know, this this artist worked until he died, and this artist worked until he died, and. And, uh, you, you know, one, it's one of the things we're talking is that, you know, comic folks tend to do that on a whole. You yeah. Know, not, 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 I mean, I know there are exceptions because sometimes health and other things get it. But, but uh, on a whole, comic people have a tendency to just to work until they die, you know. Um, and, and there, you know, you don't often hear of a comic person retiring and going to live into the hills of Montana and never drawing again. Yeah, you know? very rarely. Very rarely. Um, now George George Perez retired, uh, but you know a lot of his was health related. He can't he can't yeah. see anymore. You know he he literally just his vision makes. He's got to be in his what close to his seventies by now, isn't he? Um, yeah, I think yeah, I, I think he's. You know what? I don't know exactly how old he is, but uh, you know, yeah. George, he doesn't live very far from me. He lives literally like twenty miles from me. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go hang out with George Perez. <laughs> well, you know, I've asked him. I've asked him a couple of times, and he 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 keeps saying, "Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that sometime." Yeah. <laughs> sometime. Telling Barb says hi. We him I, and him and his wife and my husband and I uh, share the same anniversary day, year, everything. Oh, so that's he, pretty cool. He used to send me. He used to send me an anniversary card on our on our anniversary. Well, card. I would not feel bad because he again he probably just he just I know the last time I saw him and and uh, this wasn't too long ago. The last time I saw him, he just talked about his vision and, and the problems. He he looked good. He had lost a lot of weight, um, and and he looked looked good and healthy, but he just he just couldn't see. So well, that's that was Bernie's problem toward, uh, uh, before he got cancer was that his eyesight got so bad. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Okay. Up next is Roberta. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I'm Roberta Conroy. I'm a graphic designer during the day and um, during the plague. (laughs) And uh, living in Los Angeles. um, Oh, my. So I'm a West Coast person. One of the few. Anyway, <laughs> former Malibu comic colorist from right. the 90s and in self-help uh, Just, I guess I'm just a colorist. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, for Cat and Mouse and uh, the brand new Sil- Silver Lime team up. Yep. Champion. Yep. 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 Very cool. And I, since you said just a colorist, that, that brings us then to yeah, a, you know, just the penciler. I'm just the penciler. You can move on. <laughs> and move on. <laughs> move on. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the penciler on the aforementioned Silverline team up champion of Miss Fury. Yeah, jamming and we're, away. We're jamming away through issue two at the moment. Yes. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, why is every think. time he says I'm just a pencil, I have this overwhelming urge to go like, I didn't know you could draw, Peter. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> That's what most people say. You draw. Yeah. You draw? Really? <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've started doing um, uh, like substitute teaching. I've only been doing it for about two months. I heard so I, you mentioned teaching. So, yeah, so, so I, talk, I, talk more about that. So I do um, junior school kids. So uh, they're the ones I'm covering for at the moment are uh nine years old basically oh my goodness uh which is good because i can do the maths that they're doing um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but so i i, I, t- I show them like the, the stuff that i can show them that's not too graphic i show them the, the pictures i draw and they, they all go so do you draw pictures so yeah i, I illustrate books and uh, every single one of them goes so what are you doing here <laughs> why, why are you here? That's sad. Well, I, I, can, I can do two things. Because I'm <laughs> right. so well. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before Christmas, this, the school I was in, school I'm in at the moment, um, I'm just covering, and the, the kids found out I, I drew comics. And, and literally, I had to draw every single one of them a picture. <laughs> Will you draw me Captain America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quickly, I'll draw you Captain America real quick. <laughs> They were, popular, they were just scribbles. But oh! they, they, they just want they just want your pictures. And right. then, um, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was interesting. Pete, we got another one for you. Eric Dotson said, "So you're just a substitute." Just a substitute. <laughs> I'm actually it's actually a teaching assistant. I'm not actually a qualified teacher, so I just help the, the teacher in the class. Oh, but, the pencils. Uh, can you, sharp, can you sharpen the pencils? Sharpen the pencils. Beats out the erasers. Yeah, take take the take take the kids that are a little bit behind and, and sit with them one to one and and do stuff with them. But yeah, it's it's it, it's good. I do. I just I pick and choose what days I want to do. So at the, because, because of COVID, so many teachers are getting told to go and isolate for two weeks at a time. Oh. Oh, so there's wow. loads there's loads of work available. So I did two weeks just before Christmas, and I was doing two weeks up until uh, Thursday when the, when the kids tested positive for COVID. So we're now all isolating. Wow. Which they're paying me for, fortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so when that finishes, I'm sure there'll be someone else who another school that needs covering. Wow. Yeah. So nine years old, I guess that's what, about fourth grade here, fifth grade? Yeah, we call it year four. Yeah, yeah year four. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... It's, wow. uh, it's a bit of cash for Christmas. Yeah, I, I like I, it. I was about to say, so those two weeks before uh, helped uh, Tanya get her shoes, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> all came in, all went out again. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> Straight away. I can't figure out how to get my money to hang around. No, I know. it's a trick, isn't it? It's like you, you've all seen uh, uh, it's a it's a wonderful life, right? Yeah. Right. So you know this. You know the scene uh, right after the run on the banks where um, he takes the two dollars, uh, mama dollar and papa dollar. He goes, "You better have some baby dollars if we're going to stay in business." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, cool. Well, that that sounds cool, Pete. I mean, it's, uh, congratulations on. I mean, I hate the situation, you know that, yeah, that yeah. it is, but but uh, congratulations on getting uh, the the teaching stuff because I know that'll help. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you can always uh, you know tell them about Silverline and say go buy you know go go I've support the Kickstarter. My, I've always got my make make oh, Silverline on. Very cool. And the, and the kids sort of poke at it. So I've got one of those. I said, I bet you don't. 
Don't you love to tell that to little kids? Do you think it would make kids feel bad when they keep when you ask them they're like, "Well, what are you doing here?" If you just started breaking down crying, do you think it would make you feel bad? Still got so wrong. <laughs> You're right. You're right, kids. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they literally they turn around, look at me, go. Well, what are you doing here then? <laughs> it's hilarious that they've all they've all like talked with each other. Say this to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't this isn't new information. I'm, I've been here four weeks. <laughs> what? Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they don't want to hear the real world answer, though. Oh, no, no. no. Yeah. I, can, you know, I can do two things. You know, that's one of the things that that um, one of the problems I have with my university sometimes, and I, I know no one. My university listens to this. I don't. I love my class because I get to talk about comics, right? And and in general, we you know we've got a good program, but um, but the recruiters of our university they have a tendency to sell the dream. You yeah. Know? And 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 I have a problem with that because um, they don't. And I understand from like from Pete and from some of the other Cubert uh, School uh, uh, grads that that they're very realistic. They're like, yeah, you need to, you know, make sure you know how to say, do you like fries with that, you know, while you're trying to draw your comic. Yeah, you know? it's hard. They're realistic about it, but but our recruiters, when they're recruiting for for our university, they're not. They're like, oh, do you you want to go make a blockbuster film? You come here and we'll teach you how to do that, you know. And I'm mm. like, so wait a minute now, hold on, you know, let, let let's let's talk about, you know. Let's talk about exactly writing the great American novel. What, is it, what does that mean? And, you know, what, what, right. what, yeah. So they come here, many of them come here with, uh, with stars in their eyes and thinking that, you know, when they graduate, they're going to immediately get into the, these rock star jobs. I had a, I had a kid one time tell me, um, he had this idea for this comic book and, and now I'm a senior level class. Okay. So, uh, by the time they get to me, they've already had, you know, all the freshman, sophomore, junior stuff, right? I'm, they're, they're like four months from graduation by the time they get to my class. And I asked the student, I said, well, oh, cool. That sounds great. Well, how, how much you've got done? He said, I don't have anything done on it. And I'm like, but why? I'm like, oh, I'm waiting until I graduate. And then I'm just going to get hired at DC. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> wait, Okay. You you know it doesn't work that way, right? That's right, that's, yeah. that's not going to happen. Oh no no! But I just I just need to graduate, and then once I have my diploma, I'll 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 go get a job at DC, and then and then I'll sell my my stuff to them. I'm like, it 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 doesn't work that way. That's not the way it works. And this this student argued with me like i had no idea what i'm talking about and they were gonna go do it anyway and you know at some point you just say all right great good luck mm. yeah <laughs> you know? i mean there's nothing more you can say yeah uh, they'll find out yes when, when, find I, out. when i was at our college they, they they have like this special binder with all the the primo jobs like we, we have contacts with lucasfilm and all this stuff and when you graduate then we'll open up you know the recruiting book to you and it's like yeah. okay well, Fortunately, I had some experience doing art before and stuff and doing, but I was looking forward to it just like everybody else. And sure enough, when, when they when we graduated and spent all this money, you open the book and it's like, oh, this there's a job to work at the movie theater up the street. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I kid you not. I kid you not. Oh, and, God. And, and then you start realizing, you're like, why is everybody who are the seniors in the class, why are they teaching at the school? 
the year after they graduate, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why, why didn't they get any professional experience? Because it's just this meat grinder that they just kind of keep <laughs> up on the sausage, yeah. you know? So, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. But, but yeah, nobody cares about your diploma in, in the creative mm-hmm. arts. It's no. like, you know, you, you don't go to a comic convention and show your, your degree to, nope. you know, to be nope. submissions editor or whatever, nope. you know, like portfolio, yeah. they can care less. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, at, at, when I was an editor, I never once asked for someone's uh, d- d- diploma or the degree. Yeah. Uh, I, I never once. I, I don't care if they were writers or if they were pencilers or inkers or it doesn't. It didn't matter. I never once said, uh, "Where'd you get your degree?" You know, it, it does not matter. It, it, the, the answer is, "Can you do the work?" And generally, the answer, the the, the question was, "Show me what you've done. Yeah. I want to see what you've done before I hire you to do this thing that I'm going to do." When yeah. I got hired on at Malibu, if they would have asked me what, what I'm doing, I was like, I'm a housewife. It's like in the martial arts, you know, I've, I've honestly met more black belts than I've met white belts in my entire life. And <laughs> I, I kid you not. And I, I, and I, I do a martial art where it's, they don't have belts. So I still yeah. have my black belt. So you know, it's been 25 years, go figure. But, but it's like, if somebody's going to mug you, you don't pull out your black belt and like, don't <laughs> understand, I have a black belt. I've got a black That's belt. A good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, isn't that how you get jobs? I've got a black belt. Curtis? Don't touch me. Then you just kind of threaten them like, I am a kung fu master. I'm like, well, I yes. actually have work for you somewhere, Curtis. <laughs> well, well, kind of to touch with, with what Peter was saying. I was, I work at a middle school for my day job, right? Yeah. And, um, and, and so I'm, I'm, I do the student of the month presentations. I put this all this big presentation and the students come in pre-COVID for breakfast and get awarded. So I'm doing this whole presentation on the mic and all the kids are happy. And they're leaving. this one parent comes up to me and he's, he's a martial arts person. I'm, I'm fairly well known in certain martial arts circles. And he goes, are you Master Curtis Fujita? Like, what's up with this? <laughs> That's when you say yes, bow to me now. So, Curtis, what about you? What, uh, what, 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 what Santa Claus bring you? Oh well, I got my gift like a month early. I got the I got the PlayStation Five. I was one of the lucky people that was able to secure it. Okay, cool. Um, and and the agreement with my wife was yes, you can have it, but it's your birthday, Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've had those before. Yeah, it's, it's everything. So, so when uh, when Christmas came, you put up the tree, and I just happily took the box and put it under the tree and just kind of <laughs> kept it there. You know, I have no shame. So that, but uh, yeah, that that was that was what what Santa Claus did for me. And then um, I spent all my time working on my book. I um, I basically finished doing all the thumbnails for the the whole first issue. Um, so cool. now, now it's moving. Cool. Thank you. Yes, now it's moving forward to, to other things, but um, yeah, that was that was mostly it. And just stayed at home. You know, my mother-in-law. We went to visit her briefly, but she's 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 a bit older. So we literally went to the backyard, waved at her, and she made us um, our meal. But it was like in to-go boxes, and she was just like, "Here's your here's your food, and we'll see you." You know, so it was it was it was an LA Christmas, you know? Wow. Yeah. 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 But um, and then I played a lot of Red Dead uh, online, the the cowboy game. Oh, and, is, that, yeah. is that on PlayStation Five now? Do yeah, have... yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And and um, now that's I, not the one that you were complaining about with all the bugs, right? No, no, no. Oh. That's not that one. Yeah, that I think it. That's probably yeah. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Cyberpunk yeah. twenty seventy seven was was hilarious. But um, I've been playing Red Dead, and the whole point is, you know, you make money in the game, and you're a cowboy, you can do things. 
and they want you to play a certain way where you're either like a, a bounty hunter or you prepare and tan hides from animals that you hunt. And of course, I found out how to game the system. So I put my camp right by this farm. And every night I would go in and I would tie up the, 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 the head farmer, throw him <laughs> in the bushes, and then I would just slaughter every animal in the farm and take all their hides and then sell them the next day. And I've, I've been like accruing oh. a lot of money really fast doing <laughs> that. And, and it came to the realization to me after, as I was finishing. You're, you're part of PETA, right? Huh? Right. <laughs> well, the, funny, the funny thing is, is like there's the game you're supposed to play, and then there's the game I play, right? And, <laughs> yeah. and I realized I was leaving this farm, and there's just all these carcasses of cows everywhere. And I was like, you know, I think I'm the one responsible for all those animal animal mutilations on the farm that they think are UFOs. You know, <laughs> in this game. <laughs> so. Yeah. so, but yeah, that it was, it was pretty relaxed and. You know, like we're almost saying, you know, it's a rough situation, but it's it's nice to have that huge chunk of time to work on something. It's, it's yeah. really great. Yeah. yeah. Ovin yeah. says, I love that game. Oh, God. It's uh. so, it's so <laughs> yeah. well, and, and if you if you want to find us on there, um, my character, he's a Native American, half Native American gunslinger. His name is Gunshy Cheyenne. And, <laughs> and we, we, we tried to name we tried to name our posse, the, the bastards, but they wouldn't let us because it's a bad word. So our posse is called the illegitimate sons. So I got I got out of order here that we skipped right. Uh, so I can go. I, uh, yeah, go when ahead. I get, so Christmas is pretty low key. We all, I have, uh, my friend Summer came over with my mother, and uh, we watched Wonder Woman. I have mixed feelings about that movie, and if, if anyone knows me, I'm like, the, I have one, two, three, four, five, six posters of Wonder Woman in the room I'm in right now. You just can't see them. So, yeah, I'm kind of a little bit of a fan. Uh, so, I was, I, I liked seeing Wonder Woman in the movie. The storyline just didn't. They did a lot of stuff in the movie where they just kind of made up stuff as they went along for no real reason to make certain mm. things happen. And that's that's a huge faux pas with me with writing. you got to have some reason. You can't just, well, yeah, because. Yeah. And then stuff happens. Because we need the story to go here. We need the story to go, right. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I, um, I'm i also a huge fan of Robotech. I grew up with oh, Robotech. Nice. Uh, so I, for Christmas, I got some actual figures from Japan uh, that replacing Averitex and Alpha Fighters. Nice. And uh, that are way, way more money than they ever should be. But they're really cool when you get them. <laughs> they just cost you. Yeah, but uh, so, yeah, I, that's And then I got uh, a Gundam, the Gundam model. I'm, I, I'm not really good at building them, but I like building them. And now I'm, I I got to quit buying them because I run out of room to put them. I'm like, I'm like, I just don't have any more room. I love building them. It's kind of a bummer. That's the fun thing. You build them. And then when you're done building them, you kind of have the sad face. Like, oh, now I'm all done. So, yeah. And then, of course, is the game I've been playing besides working on my comic book uh, is that Ghost of Tsushima, oh, yeah. which is a really weird game. You play a samurai and the whole game is very calm and. They you play flute music, and it's very. You can actually write haikus in it. Not kidding. And then, and then it's very calm and peaceful. 
until you see some guys on the road. Then you must bathe the grass in the blood of your enemies because that <laughs> that is what happened when you were saying. So it's a very and like I'm not sure what this game really wants to be. It's just it's like meditative slaughter fest, or it's like I I don't know. It's fun. I'll give it that. <laughs> Thomas Flormani says, oh, looks like we need to keep an eye, keep an eye on Curtis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy has been such a tease in, in the private messages on Facebook. He's driving me absolutely insane. So oh. I, I did a pinup with my character in, in Cat and Mouse, and Tommy wrote me. He says, hey, that was a that was a nice pinup. I said, hey, thanks. Glad you liked it. And then he wrote back like, yeah, look good. Thanks. And then he wrote back again um, something like, what if it was that I did more than just see it? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you'll have to see it. I mean, is somebody special helping it along? And he goes, maybe. And so I have, I have been checking that message. I'm like, I'm like a girl trying to go to the prom and think this guy's going to ask her out. And I'm checking my message like every 20 minutes for the last day. He's driving me crazy. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's what I think it is. But I'm not going. I have to play coy. I want to be hard. Uh, one thing I did say when you're talking about you slaughtering all the animals, whatever. I, does anybody here watch Kids in the Hall? Ever watch? There was just one skit with this guy, Dave, coming out, was talking about, you know, he, he was a mass murderer. He's like, you know, he's like, the problem is not so much the murdering, it's the mass part. It's just sheer volume of killing you have to do to be considered. And I'm just thinking of Curtis, like, he's like, it's not really just killing the animal, it's just the mass amount of animals I must slaughter every night in order to recruit. <laughs> the game encourages you because the game goes, as you're, as you're slaughtering the, uh, the farm animals, it's giving you, like, this negative uh, honor and saying, you're, you know, you're, you're less honorable, you're less honorable. But as soon that, as you start the fight off... Bother you. Yeah, as soon as you carve the hype off, then it says you have more honor because you're resourceful. As long as you do it, it nullifies the whole thing. You know, it's a total fine with it. Curtis is like, you know, you killed that man. That's bad. But I scalped him. That's good. (laughs) 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 I'm resourceful. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let that human go to waste. Get in there and skin him. As long as you can justify it. That's what it's saying. That's right. Yeah. Um, Uh, Chris, just excuse me for a second. I'm going to check my Facebook message if Tommy wrote anything. <laughs> Tommy, <can you> message? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Roberta, how about you? Hey. How, how well, is your boss? We also had a low-key Christmas, I guess. You know, it's nice. Good dinner and watch lots of Home Alone. Home Alone, too. <laughs> oh. Home Alone. I'm just saying, isn't that kind of an allegory to what you're actually going through while Home Alone? No, I really really hope that the kid is not learning bit by bit how to be that destructive and dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) He he became the mass murderer I talked about in the skit. He started Home Alone and then changed. What if you had that that show, the, the movie The Purge? But it was with oh, yeah. Home Alone grown up, you know, during the period. Oh, yeah. It would be the best movie ever, right? That might be. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember somebody said some doctor watched Home Alone and he was saying, like looking at the movies, like, yeah, yeah. these guys would have been dead within the first few minutes. Of well, the that movie. was what like, oh, I yeah. was saying to him the whole time. It was like, no one could survive that. But boy, is it funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. And they got descended on by birds. I mean, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, I got. I got some art supplies to sketch nice. more. This is really great because I haven't I haven't made myself do physical art like that. I've been on the computer just the whole time, so that should be that should be healthy for me yeah, to so, you know. So did you were they like uh, sketch pads and pencils or yeah, and... pencils, yeah. and tracing paper and sketchbooks and yeah, some erasers and no work. <laughs> It'll all work. You don't need no stinking eraser. No, no, you do. The smudging eraser. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not the erasing eraser, but the smudging eraser. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are nice. I like it. Yeah. Cool. So, Uh, I mean, I'll I'll have that, you know, be part of my day. I'll try to do that. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, and the... Art of Star Wars Mandalorian book, which I'm really oh, excited. Oh, that looks awesome. Oh, there you go. The concept art in there is amazing. I haven't watched the Mandalorian second oh. season. We're just about three episodes in. I just got done finishing up Preacher, the Preacher TV series. Oh, yeah, I quite enjoyed the series, actually. Yeah. I know it's not quite loyal to the, the comic book. But, it, um, it really did. I, I, it's been a while since I've read the comics, and by the end of the series, I forgot how crazy preacher got yeah, like by the end yeah. i'm like oh yeah i totally forgot the crazy stuff they do but they did stay I, some of the changers were there was there was a few changes in the middle season three I'm like yeah it's okay i'm not really into that but then they, re, I, they, they did a good job in season four yeah i quite enjoyed, I enjoyed it i enjoyed yeah. it but mandalorian yeah yeah we're about three or four episodes into the second se- uh, oh, season so good. it's like seven episodes right oh yeah yeah, I did we like the Mandalorian. Have, to we haven't watch. started the the second season yet. We enjoyed the first season quite a bit. The second have you, is. Have you avoided the spoilers? It, it, got, it got the last last episode got spoiled for me before I even watched it. So I knew what was coming. I was like, I know oh, general I, ideas. I, I've avoided but, it all. I've yeah, avoided I didn't, it all. Sadly, so Twitter's uh, a spoil central. Yes, uh, yes, it is. Yeah, uh, and I got one, one bit started. of news. I'm going to mention to you guys. I actually got a regular full-time job rather than just gig work it's great yeah uh uh, magazine publisher awesome in vermont so i'm definitely remote wow that's very cool good for you yeah finally i don't have to look for work every other day (laughs) oh man that's 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 tough yeah good job congratulations thank you Can, can you mention the 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 magazine it's Hemmings. Hemmings? Hemmings. Yes. Automotive titles. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> that sounded familiar. I, yeah. I was like, I, I don't, I think, I don't know what it is. I, 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 I recognize it. I recognize it. My my brother is huge into cars. Okay, well, Hemmings has is, is been around for a very long time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm proud to be part of that. It's really neat. Yeah, Quentin says that's great, Roberta. Thank you. Um, he says that uh, Mando has brought the magic back to Star Wars yeah. for me. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It feels yeah. like Star Wars again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah. So the other one we just started on, um, and I and I, I I I haven't. I've tried to avoid the spoilers. I, I I saw some people posting about it, so I don't know exactly what happens. Uh, is the uh, Cobra Kai? Oh, I love uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're watching that right now. Yeah, the third we really like the first two seasons, and we've only uh, we've only like watched the first episode of uh, season three. And um, I saw someone post about just a, like a little snippet about this is what happens in the next episodes, and I'm kind of it, it, without kind of real spoilers. It's but too it's just crazy, a, so it's kind of dumb to hear it like a soap opera. But honestly, watching it is fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah the action yeah. scenes are fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I don't know, Curtis, how do you feel about the cringiness of of the reality of Valley focus that they have? <laughs> oh uh, what you mean you mean can I speak on the quality of the martial arts? No. The, the no, I, no. Say, I'm gonna ask no. you that next, but first <laughs> I'm gonna say of of the, oh, valley? of the bubble of the valley and how they right. got that down to a comedic perfection. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I think I think it's it's a good series in terms of the the drama and you know being close to the valley. It, I mean, it kind of captures the the vibe a little bit. I think you know. I think, yeah, I think there was a big push for karate when I was a the, kid in that really? time. So I do remember that. Yeah, well, there were at least a lot of my friends were in it. I don't know. When um, the- <laughs> so, what do you think, Curtis, about the you know the choreography of it and the the look of how the karate comes off? Hey, uh, this is a comic uh, pod, uh, live stream, right? Sure it is. <laughs> it is live, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it it could be better, you know. But it, you know, I think I think the story is really good. The martial arts could definitely be better, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's good enough, you know. So and- do they need a comic book? Mm-hmm. What about it? Do they need a comic book? <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think it's. I think it's an excellent show. I mean, it's an excellent. There's some things from the martial arts background that you're just kind of like, okay, I don't think they quite get it, you know. But um, overall, I really enjoy it, and my wife likes it too. So you know, if I can get her to watch the martial arts thing with me, you know. I just always saw the martial arts, and there is a mix between street fighting and martial arts. That's how they kind of seem to portray it. Where like they start doing martial arts moves, and then they're just like punching and kicking each other with no real reason or rhyme behind what they're doing. I'm like, okay, so. Especially the Johnny character is like that a lot, I think. More of a street fighter than a martial artist. I see in a lot of his moves. Yeah, he he's probably the best martial artist in the in the show, or one of the best ones, is is that that guy that plays Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. He moves really well. Well, Ralph Macho is a, a good actor. So. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 one of the things I've liked about it, I I've liked that that they've gotten uh, you know, the guys from the um um, from the original movie, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and oh, Brett, Brett is trapped in a building and he's getting shot at by three different squads now. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I liked it. The fact that they had, you know, the original, the, the original actors come back as adults and playing adults. And then, you I know, love this that. Is, yeah, I was like, this is pretty, this is pretty yeah. cool to see, you know, um, to see that happen. So, and He's then they the, all have kids, you know. That's neat. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, and so probably they're they're in the they're in the top three. They're down to three three teams right now. So well, in, in in this match, so and he is one team has three, one team has two, and one team has one, and that last one is Brett. So oh yeah. <laughs> so come on, Silver Line Esports. 
so did you, did you get everybody on the Christmas? Everybody talk about Christmas? Miss Wubba? Wubba? We talked about his signature. Did you oh, get yeah. to finish Wubba? Yeah. Or was that his introduction that we talked about that? I think that was the introduction. What? How was Christmas for you, Wubba? Uh-oh. He's pretty good. He's so muted, I think. He's muted, yeah. Oh, there I am. There you <laughs> go. There I am. Yeah, mine, my Christmas was quiet. I did nothing. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of this stuff. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm talking fine. about right there. He's <laughs> well, on the last four pages. I know. So, and All right. because I was doing everything digitally, trying to get through the book a bit quicker because I'm, I'm slow by hand. A bit picky. Um, but I actually break everything down on scrap paper and then I light table it all back on. So this is what I've been doing. I want to see. Cool. Throw it up. Oh, 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 hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. Look at that foot. Look at that foot. Nice. I love his reactions. I like his lips and the teeth. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I've been doing. Doing all the single panel breakdowns and then light tabling on the boards. So I got actual so I got actual pages for the Kickstarter when it comes. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. So those are, those are always good. So whoever gets those are getting just all action pages. That's, that's what's <laughs> going to be available for the Kickstarter is all action pages. Good. Nice. Yep. It's uh, it's kind of weird that you kind of have to find you find yourself in a discerning. Okay, do I do I go digital with this one or is this one? Ah, no. Let's go. Let's go physical yeah. with this one. This makes yeah. a good. <laughs> yeah. I know Barb and, and Tommy both have talked about. You know, that's how they did choose yeah, the how evening. I, yeah. How can I sell this? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes my decision. It's a good page to sell on the Kickstarter. Well, that's what I think about. I mean, like when you go to Comic Cons and you're looking at art, mm-hmm. you just pass up all the talking pages. Yeah. And then, boom, yeah. the action page sticks out. And yeah. Of course, they want like 500, 600 bucks for it. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always it's always been my belief, um, you know, b- both as a writer and an editor, is that 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 you know, if you got twenty two pages in a in a comic, you should, you, I mean, you have to have kind of the the some of the slower scenes to tell your story, right? Oh, you yeah. can't you can't you can't go breakneck uh, pace all the time. But if you've got twenty two pages, you know, you you should try to you should try to get a healthy mix. Uh, you know, you should have eleven pages of action and eleven pages of of, of downtime. Um, not necessarily all together like that, right? You you, you kind of want that roller coaster, but um, you know, no one wants to read a book uh, that just has your talking heads. It, you know, you you want action. You know, you want mm. you, and, and and the action is different depending on what the book is, right? But uh, you know, whether it's martial arts or whether it's superhero or whether you know, it's a uh, uh, historical action. You know, you want the action, but but it's funny how my comic is broke broken down. I've I, I've actually done entire issues of conversation. I had one conversation lasted ten pages. It was kind of an important conversation in the context of the story. But then when I do the next issue, next issue is one huge action scene. 
yeah. then I go back. So I've been actually doing entire issues of nothing but like huge battles and then going to the aftermath or whatever. I don't know. If, I didn't plan it that way. I mean, it's supposed to be one collected book. So it's not right. just kind of broke down into the issues, but it's what served the story. But yeah, I understand. You're looking uh, at it as a volume, though, and not right as a volume. Yeah. That mm-hmm. and, and when you read it all together, it should be you know talk action, talk action, right? Talk, sort of yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. So it. It, it's not it's not ten pages out of your your twenty two page issue. It's ten pages out of your I can't Whole, do that kind of math. I think it's like 300. Well, three hundred yeah. pages. Yeah. So yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, I was gonna say I think uh, a book like Cat and Mouse or. You know, something like Sniper and Rook, they could get away with telling a book that's just straight action, like all the way through one issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can completely yeah. get away with that because of the nature of the characters. You know. Yeah, you you want to have again, you you want to have um, you want to have some downtime because you you don't want uh, you don't want your reader to feel like they're running the whole time, right? Uh, yeah. You you don't want your reader to feel that way. So you mean so John you, Wick? Yeah, <laughs> you know, even John Wick has downtime, though. Uh, you know, not it, very it, much. It doesn't it's last very yeah, long. Kill, 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 kill. He has to go, but you know, he has to get there from one scene to the next. So, you know, he, he, even John Wick has, ha, and I do like John Wick, uh, has mm-hmm. some downtime to it. You know, so um, I, and I, I think you have, I, I, very I mean, little though. Yeah. yeah, I love the yeah. first movie, but by the time we had, we went to the last mu- movie, I was just like, "All right, I need a plot. I need a plot oh, yeah. here." Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no just fight and then it's fight. Just, fight. It's just, yeah, it's just one long, long bloodbath from beginning to end. Brilliant. That, yeah, that's my. That's what <laughs> I tried. Uh, we talked about with new writers. I see this a lot of times in independent comics and comics. Like, I remember I read one comic where it was like, I mean, literally, I've seen well, not one, but I've seen a few that like the first page is like this guy's like, you know, I said something about. Did you say something about my mom? Yeah, they fight, and then there's like the rest. Of, there's like there's very little context of why they're fighting. Yeah. And I see, and I even see this in movies a lot where they do these big action scenes. And it's like there's no context or real reason why they're fighting. It just looks cool. And then I go back to the movie Die Hard, which is yeah. one of my favorite action movies. And there's obviously they built that character up enough that when he's in trouble going through it, you like have context right. or you care yeah. about him. And I tell people like that, like mm-hmm. if nobody cares about your character, the action isn't going to mean anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every scene, no matter what you're doing, every scene should advance your story in some yeah. and should serve your story in some some way um you know a lot of times i i know that um you know young writers want to stick something in just because it's cool and i just want to show that i want to show that this character can do this okay that's cool but let's find a different way that that character can demonstrate that that actually advances your story right you know have it serve the story not not you know just be a, a, a fluff scene Right. I think a little bit that kind of, and I'm going to maybe put my foot in my mouth, but blame a little bit of pop culture on the internet. And that, in other words, so much popular culture nowadays is about really cool anecdotes and little scenes, little funny scenes. Mm -hmm. And these kind of make those ways in the stories to disservice the story. Uh, Like, for instance, somebody's in a movie and somebody like breaks a fourth wall and says something about the internet or some meme on the internet or something funny that's happening in the real world that they think is clever and funny, but it doesn't really serve us a story. And it sometimes can help, can take you out of it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, uh, me right out. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, uh, like for instance, the classic one that I had was the new Star Wars movie where the, he was talking in the beginning. 
I think it was the last one, the last Jedi, where he's fighting over and he's calling up the Death Star and he's like, who is this? And he's like, sorry. And he's like making that goofy phone call, which would be something that would be funny in the real world, but it completely didn't work in Star Wars. It broke yeah. that. And again, it's just like, we'll it be funny. It's like, we have to be funny, but not in Star Wars. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think, people kind of get, they, they trip up on that a lot in movies. And I don't know if that's just the corporate media people saying, well, we need to well, put all these relevant, funny jokes to talk to the young kids, right? At, even at the disservice of the story. Well, it's like the like Thor Ragnarok, right? Which, which yeah. you know, we, we can we can we we can talk about it if we want to, but I, I don't think so. You know, when Thor was getting his haircut, yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought his reaction was was appropriate, but then it, you know, at first it was like, yeah, that's funny, but then in, I can't I can't remember the exact words, but then his second line was like, okay, that that's a little bit too much. You didn't, you know, you didn't have to do yeah. that. You did that just for the joke, but this is Thor, and no, <laughs> you know, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, Ragnarok to me, I, I, I Ragnarok, I it was an okay movie. It yeah. just, I, it just kind of broke the Thor character from the first movie. They kind of changed his character a little right. bit, almost yeah. too much. Where I'm like, I don't think this is. I think it was just supposed to be like Tony Stark is supposed to be the snarky one, and right. by the times the movie, like everybody's snarky, and I'm like, so everybody's Tony Stark now. So right. that was a little. It took me out of the characters, except well, Captain America. They kind of, I mean, they made fun of the fact that he didn't know anything about modern day. Like that was kind of funny, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like it when um, you know when like. I always like, you know, from the action choreography standpoint, like one of the reasons that, like, even the latter Matrix movies that I was cool is the choreography matches the characters. They use select movements that are indicative of their personalities. And if you the watch Matrix movies, yeah, if, if yeah. you watch each, if you watch each of the characters has certain moves that they use, and they never break out of that. And what what I saw what was fascinating is at that time people were just thinking if it's martial artsy looking, it's cool. So you would have a movie where there's like the overweight New York beat cop. And he would right. do a somersault kick for no reason. And it's like, why would this beat cop be the guy that would do that technique? It right. doesn't it doesn't match his personality. It's, it's really right. cool when somebody can infuse that in the action. Uh, there's still that storytelling. You know? Yeah, I mean, like yeah. the, yeah. like uh, the uh, Smith character. I mean, he yeah. was so much more aggressive in his attacking than Neo. Mm-hmm. Neo was much more defensive. And you could see that in the yeah. way they did that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, so, I I concur. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So, uh, any New Year's resolutions? Does anybody anybody do that? I forgot. <laughs> you forgot <laughs> it was a new year. <laughs> Wait a minute. How can you forget we're leaving 2020? <laughs> I just wanted to forget 2020 altogether. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2021's already picked up where 2020 left off. So yeah, it's it's so, it's. So, so maybe not New Year's because we're not big on New Year's resolutions in in, in, yeah. in my house. But anything you know, uh, maybe maybe. So if it's not New Year's resolutions, what about um, uh, anything that that uh, goals for twenty twenty one? Maybe something like that. For, for me, it's it. I'm always very goal oriented, but the thing that the realization I'm trying to kind of instill in is the idea of routines. Like you can have your goal. But you have to have your routine in place. And as long as you commit to that routine, the goal will come. It's kind of like right. um, I'm not saying the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's really hard to do on a day to day basis. But my goal is just to have more routines. If I, on the daily I'm working on my book or on my daily I'm working on something, eventually I'll get to the goal. 
but maintaining that regular routine is, is the key. That's enough. a really good point. I'd yeah. have to say I've had a lot of success if I'm taking small steps and the small steps add up. Yeah. But if I don't put them in, I say, well, it's just kind of inconvenient. That's okay. I won't do it. Then a lot of time can go by. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that that routine it really does make a, a really big difference. Yeah. I think my goal for, for 2021 is to find more things that bring me joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, improve my coloring techniques yeah. <laughs> and get faster. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that one was mine. mine. Mine is to pencil faster and to see the second, to get the second issue of Cat and Mouse remaining done yeah. before the end of the year. Make it cool. make a success of Divinity number two. That would be yeah, a great. One. Yeah. I think. Well, mine would be finished my book before the convention season. Hopefully, they have the convention come back in September. There's a big one, so I'm hoping to get my book done. Which would be really weird because the last time I went to the convention, I was up to issue four. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Now I come back and I'll be all the way up to wow, issue four. Wow, look at that! So. Oh, is that? That's the cover. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah. I love it. That looks like a great color. It's the flat. I love the balance in it. It's, yeah. it's really great. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't, there, it's a flat. Yeah. Got it. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can. Nice. It's very nice. Working on it anyway. Now I'm putting in the, the highlights and the, the, the shadows. Mm. But yeah, I want to get faster and, and learn as I go. I'm, I'm such a newbie at the coloring thing that, uh, there's so much I have left to learn. That's one of my goals. Yeah. That's right. Practice well, and you'll love it. At least it's a fun process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Well, and you've been doing it long yeah. enough to know the truth of, um, you know, what I like. A lot of times, what I tell a lot of, uh, you know, young uh, artists is that, you know, when they talk about speed, and 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 I think that's important if you're going to do comics because, you know, we don't get no no one in comics. I don't even care if you work for Marvel. So you don't get paid by the hour. Right, you you get paid hey. by the page, yeah. and so if it takes you twenty hours to do a page, you're getting paid less than the person it takes to, you know, uh, who can do a page in in ten hours or, or eight hours. Right, you're getting paid mm. less per page, even if you're making the same rate. Um, but well, yeah, I I'd, I'd love to have the speed that I used to have in the in yeah. the nineties. I could, I was inking two pages a day. Yeah, but a lot of that yeah. also comes comes with with practice, you know, because. Yeah. When you when you're when you're first starting off is you know you, you want to you know you don't want to make sure that you're getting it right and and you know you get that you give that kind of little extra time and energy to make sure it's right and then the more you do that the the, the more practiced you become the less you it becomes I, I don't want to you know I, I don't want to try to downplay it at all because I don't mean it in a bad way but it becomes kind of a habit you're just like okay I know how to make this line. Because I've made this line a dozen times before, and I know mm -hmm. how to make it. Where when you're first starting out, it's like, "Ooh, I've never made this line before. I, I you know, I got to get it just so." You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the big thing that I'm finding in in coloring and learning it, and Roberta is probably like, "I got this right down," but <laughs> is I have to stare at a page for a, a, a little while and figure out what my whole ambiance and theme is going to be for that page of feel. That's perfect, though, Barbara. Actually, that's what I think gets you the farthest. Without like, planning, you spend a lot of time switching colors and not liking it. If you have a plan, it comes together really quick. So yeah. it's, it's right on target. 
Well, good. <laughs> Do your thought process first. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I generally have an idea when I color my because I colored my comic. Uh, I had one that I wanted. Uh, this person lives in like this hollowed out tree, so I wanted more of a green nature overtone. So I just made sure I stuck in that in those sort of earthy colors. I think yeah. it worked, yeah. especially when my main character had red, so he popped out like that against all the other colors. I'm like, oh, that works. Yeah, and if you're gonna have a page that's mostly in shadow, you just dump one like blue on the underlayer yeah. and work up from there. Yeah. Yeah, I just keep highlighting the step. Yeah. So well I, I yeah. think I think speed is always speed in any art form or any endeavor is about perception. That's why it's like anybody yeah. in any art form at a high level has trained their ability to perceive. A musician has trained their ear to pick up the most subtle nuances. A chef has has improved their palate and an artist yeah. the artist it appears fast just because you're processing the information faster. There's less delay, but really, the, the best people at anything it's, they're they're really good at perceiving the, the truth of their art, right? And that takes time. Once you got it, you got it. You know? Have you guys ever heard the stories uh, that Marv Wolfman and Lynn Wayne used to talk about uh, when they would go to uh, Jack Kirby's uh, mm -hmm. when 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 uh, they were all still in New York? No. Yeah. So so uh, Marv was telling the story one time and it was like he and Lynn would just, you know, sit down on the floor and watch Jack draw and, and talk with him and pick his brain and all that stuff, all that kind of stuff. And they, they said that, um, you know, when he would start a new page, he'd put a new page on the board and his hand would literally kind of go around the, the, over the board like that without the pencil touching it. It looked like he was sketching, right? But his pencil would never touch the, the board. And they said he would do that for a couple of minutes and then suddenly he would just go and then put the pencil down and he'd just start drawing as if he just was tracing something at that point in time. He was writing it in his mind. Yeah, he was yeah. writing it. He was, he was composing it in his brain, getting it out on, on what he was seeing. Laying it out. And, That's and so then, cool to watch. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it's, uh, I heard Marv tell the story uh, more than once. Uh, and it's just fascinating to hear, you know, how, I mean, obviously Jack's the king, but... Um, Quentin says, uh, commercial graphic art is the same. He says, uh, you figure out how much to put in and where to stop, the more you do as well. Uh, he said, you can uh, indefinitely add to a piece until you ruin it. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I you, I think we've all seen, you know, painters do that kind of thing. They, they'll get into it and then you're just like, okay, stop. And they just keep going, and you're like, no, stop, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm notorious for yelling at, um, you know, the TV when Bob Ross is painting. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, no, no, no more trees. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> this looks really good, Bob. I'm going to add a house. No, Bob. Yeah. Bob. yeah. I always love the same thing, too. Oh, our tree needs a happy little friend. Yeah. <laughs> the cemetery is perfect. Leave it alone. Maybe you should put some flowers in the tree, too, while you're at it. Yeah. 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 And the worst is when it like, scrapes in that house. You're watching yeah. The house. The yeah. yeah, he's like scrapes in a house. I'm like, that's not even on the right perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah even, well, well but I think you're missing out on an opportunity. If you have your own YouTube channel where it's just you commentary on top of his videos of you yelling at the screen and just comment. <laughs> yeah. You would have a successful YouTube channel. That would be, that would be awesome. I've, actually, I've thought about that, actually. Here. You should. I, I would so that. That'd be yeah. funny. Uh, I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, John Alexander. 
remember Alexander? Mm-hmm. He did the same same method as Bob Ross, like a few mm-hmm. years before Bob Ross was. Oh, the wet on wet technique. Yeah, he had the wet on wet. He would do the same. He was like the the, the French dude. He'd be like, "Je <laughs> 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 It was the same thing. That's funny. Pete's but like, was, that's one thing we can agree on. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was always, it, it was always outside when he painted, whereas Bob Ross was always in the studio. But exact same technique. Same. You know, it's funny. I remember years and years ago, and if anyone, I've tried to look this up, and I found very few, very few snippets. But it was this, it was this thing of like our, our public broadcasting. Oregon public broadcast that we have out here, but it was this guy that he would, what he would do is they would tell a kid's book story in the context of the show. But as he got to certain pages of the book, the guy would illustrate the pages. Oh, I right love that. Oh, it, it, it was like colored pencil and stuff. And it was, yeah. it was, it was amazing. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I, I don't remember the name of the show and it's very hard to find it. And I actually did find a snippet and it was still as cool as I remember. The guy was just an amazing artist and he would just sit there and just draw this entire scene as they would talk, they would tell the story and then they move on to the next scene. That's and it was just amazing great. to watch I that. I remember guy. that show. We used to actually have to sit and watch that when I was in first grade. Yeah. We would have that, the, the video whatever in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, we would actually have to sit and watch that. And the one that I like, actually like remember, remember is uh, uh, the chicken or whatever the fox? And, oh, what. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. The making the bread one—that's the one. Yeah, the story about the chicken making the bread or whatever it was. Yeah, and he, something like that. I'm, I'm oh, not the sure. little red hen. The yeah, that's it. Little red hen. That's it. Yeah, I remember one about this kid. I wonder if it was like where the red fern grows, which I don't think is a kid story, but something of that nature, like a kid out in the country. Where the red coon, wow, red fern grows. That's a coonhound story. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was like, yeah, this guy was just, and I can't. I, I was trying to look back and see if I could see an underdrawing because you're thinking this guy is just drawing. Is he just straight up drawing from memory? If he is, he's amazing. Because I'm always like, is there an underdrawing, or did he figure out anything? Mm. I couldn't see anything. It looked like he was just either going. Either he had reference or he was just straight drawing it out and nailing the proportions, which hats off to you if you can do that. Very few artists can do that. <laughs> Quentin well, said, I, mystery, I, mystery Science Theater for Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what mm-hmm. Wubba needs. Just, and you have 300 episodes, so you got a lot to do, Wubba. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like 15 so, seasons. They keep me going yeah. for a while. I'll send, you, I'll send you a message about that, Wubba. <laughs> uh, so so um so I'll, I'll get around to my goal one of one of my goals for this year is uh, you know if you saw the um the silver line um looking forward to 2021 you know we've got six dates planned this year for kickstarters now i look at that and it kind of scares me mm-hmm. um you know but we did four last year and it was like oh my gosh um, so we've got, you know, we've got the, the, you know, my, my, my Google calendar has those times marked out every other month. So, you know, there's January, March, May, July, September, November. So y'all realize that means 12 books this year. Yeah. So, um, that's ambitious. Yeah, so uh, you know it, it, it's it's scary, exciting, and um, 
and fun all at the same time. You know, and I think um, that's one thing that that you know I, I have to kind of um, keep reminding myself is this. Uh, um, this is fun stuff, you know, um, and. and I want to hopefully, anyway, try to do everything we can to make sure you know we keep having fun. I enjoy these because it, it, our streams as well, because it, you know the fact that we miss, um, we don't have conventions in a in a kind of way. I'm going to one uh, next Sunday. It's a local one, uh, but you know we don't have them in a big way anymore. I miss conventions. I miss being able to go to those and and uh, you know uh, kind of geek out with comics. Uh, sure. So these have kind of, you know, they're they're not, you know, they're not a full replacement, but these are kind of, uh, it's kind of nice to get on and, and talk with, with, you know, some like-minded individuals about comics. Definitely. Yeah. I love it. It's it's inspiring. I mean, it's like it's like every week. I almost judge my progress and things I'm working on based on the last stream I talked to all of you folks. You know. <laughs> it's like somebody goes, well, what did you do? Like, oh, I didn't do anything this week. It's like I kind of feel like a slacker. You know, I have to do something between this week and when I see you guys next, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I actually, yeah, I actually think that's a good, you know, that's a good, um, that's a good point is that these, um, they do help keep you kind of motivated, right? They do kind of, for me, they do kind of recharge your creative energies when you get to see, you know, when you get to see each other you know the next week it's like oh what are you working on now well you know i finished this i'm working on this yeah. now and you yeah. know uh it, it helps to keep you motivated keep you moving forward um and i think particularly in light of 2020 it, it it's helped to keep us sane yes yeah. it has <laughs> i say emphatically yes yes <laughs> Never to to be sane. Sane. with all of the bad news in the air and people yep. getting sick and it's just it's a lot a lot of heaviness and it's it's the combination of having the support structure of other artists, you know, saying, hey, I'm working on this and you're working on this piece and we're getting our, we're keeping each other inspired. Yes. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's, you know, I mean, this is not a, this is not really a studio, um, but, I, you know, I think some of this functions a little bit like what a, you know, what a studio, I, I never worked in a studio studio. Uh, I don't know that writers can really function that well in a in a studio, kind of like the traditional artists, you know, have done before. But yeah, you know, I look at this as it kind of, um, you know, it kind of functions a little bit like a studio would, you know. Yeah. Quentin says until Roland puts a scoreboard up, like at my work, five pages, Peter, three pages, Webba. <laughs> 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 hey, that's not a bad well, idea. I can't. I can't speak to one thing you guys are not mentioning is that a page can be really full of detail or not. Right. And yeah, you can have a, a two-page spread that would be the same amount of work as a single page. If, right. Depending yeah. on how you handle it. Yes. Not every page is equal. Um, yeah. That, that that's that's for sure. Um, so, That's what I'm going for: quality, not quantity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, not just quality, but it just means you can put a lot, a lot more detail in everything, or you know, it, it just depending on what the characters look like and what the scenes look like and the setting you have them in, or if it's blank in the back. Or if you have a Victorian house full of all kinds of right. chatskis or a minimalist house where you can just one color and you're done. Yeah, yeah the guy's got a shelf and a fireplace and that's it. 
or, or fire, fire engines. Fire engines. Fire engines. Fire engines. Fire engines. Fire everywhere. Bourbon Street. Or a Victorian house in New Orleans. Yeah. 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 Bourbon Street. Oh. Yeah, I Bourbon can't Street. wait yeah, until you get great. that shop figured out, like whatever their store is going to look yeah. like. I'm sure that's going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a that's, lot of stuff. That's going to be some fun. It's going to mm-hmm. be some fun. Uh, when, I, when I first joined, I never understood Barb's frustration with the Victorian houses. I now fully understand. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was like, can't we move cat and mouse to like uh, West Texas? Yeah. Just, yes. Say, say, I was uh, so sick of that Victorian house. No. <laughs> Has it burned down yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's <crazy. laughs> yeah. So it, it's uh, so the story that. So the story that Wub is drawing is uh, it happens after the one that uh, Alex is drawing right now, which is the final con- con- uh, conflict between Widowmaker and and Cat and Mouse. So. And, and Widowmaker's house is the one I'm talking about. It's yes, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, so let's just let's let me just put it this way: uh, Wubba doesn't have to draw it in uh, the the next storyline. Good. <laughs> he's not going to argue and, and and the good thing is uh, Roberta has, has uh, already uh, cracked her knuckles on some fire in, uh, in uh, the Pete's uh, Silverline team up so mm-hmm. she's, she's got her fire knuckles ready yeah, yeah I'm ready and I'm doing well, it different we know, know, like, uh, the way that I want to do it the, uh, you know, the siren of a fire engine it breaks into a cold sweat now <laughs> never again. <laughs> never again. That would wait, never wait. Don't don't say never that because that's like oh, a well, here we go. <laughs> and I love New Orleans, but oh my God, is there a lot of curly cues in all the buildings? Yes. Oh, yeah. there, there, oh, yeah. there is. The buildings are very ornate. Everything yes. is everything yes. is or ornamented. Yeah. I yeah. hate them and love them at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to New Orleans during Mardi Gras too. So yeah, and I yeah. loved it, but oh my god, drawing it is a whole different thing. So yeah. very different. You, That's actually you, something I would like to do. Is to go down to well, I went to New Orleans for New Year's Eve, and that was way better than Mardi Gras because less people, but the same parties. Yeah. So, so did you earn beads? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't out for the beads. I was out. I was uh, definitely just enjoying it. I caught all mine up at the at the um, parades. They throw yeah. them out. Yeah. Them. I caught all mine there. So legitimately, I didn't have to work for them. <laughs> and that's all we'll say on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Roland. <laughs> Uh, all right, ten fifty three. Probably ought to call it a night. Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit. MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.